I feel the need to emphasize again that mammon is not a provider, he is simply a deceiver. His objective is to distract you from God's word, vision, and revelation. He wants you to go to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil for ways to solve your own problems and meet your own needs. That way, you will cut yourself off from God's light, faith, and life, as all of these come by hearing from God. Mammon cannot provide for you, he can merely deceive you into thinking that providing for yourself is a better option than walking by complete faith in God. That is why he specializes in guilt and condemnation. If he can bring us under them, he seizes the opportunity to accuse us night and day before the Father, humiliating and shaming us into hiding from God as Adam did. Satan wants you eating the deadly fruit so you sever yourself from God's supply of light and what comes with it, life, faith, revelation, and thus God's provision. Without these, you are disengaged from fresh faith, and without faith it is impossible to please God, or to receive anything from Him, Hebrews 11 6, Mark 11 24, James 1 6, 8. Hence, you are hidden from God's light, hiding in the dark, in the devil's hands, and thus, Satan subdues you and protects his kingdom. Therefore, our battle with the daily evil is simply about focus and distraction from being open to, and receiving, God's light. After all, the act of hiding means to put yourself in a place where you cannot see your pursuer or be seen by him. In other words, the light coming from the other person doesn't reach you and vice versa. Don't run to hide from God when guilty, run to him and confess your sin, keep light coming from you to him. Receive his forgiveness and proceed as if the sin never happened. God forgets it once confessed and forgiven, and so should you. Keep your hands clean, your heart pure, and actively focus on faith, or the wrong tree will get you. Faith is the wise way to operate, because faith is the only way to be justified before God, He makes us righteous through faith. Romans 4 5 EMTV, But to him who does not work but believes on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Through that righteousness we have unlimited access to God, from whom we receive revelation, hearing and seeing things with Him. Faith comes as we see and hear, then, as we receive, plant and grow that faith, and as we step out on it, saying, doing, and imitating what we have seen and heard, we walk in God's kingdom with its supernatural supply. Note especially that anxious thoughts are evil, they are the evil He calls us to overcome. Jesus said, Do not be distracted by anxious thoughts about tomorrow, sufficient to each day is its own evil. Matt. 634 DKJV. What is seeking God's kingdom and righteousness? Here's Jesus's solution for overcoming the daily evil as we have seen it so far. Change your investment strategy, treasure all your treasures in heaven, and thus anchor your heart there. Change your focus, maintain your focus on heaven, its system, and your heavenly Father, single focus your eye onto God, His Word, and His kingdom. Change your words, don't be anxious, saying, is the opposite of, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, which is hearing, seeing, and speaking by revelation. Therefore, seeking God's kingdom and His righteousness is about taking God's thoughts, hearing God's words, and seeing God's revelation. Conceiving them, planting them into your heart and growing them there to harvest. Saying and doing them, speaking faith, that is, say only what God says. Imitating Him doing only what God shows you etc. In summary, change your priority. In the conclusion of Jesus's teaching on this, he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This leads us to investigate his use of the words kingdom and righteousness, so we can be sure we know what he means by them. 
After all, if we thought it meant that He wants us to pursue our own righteousness, by works and self-effort, we would be going completely in the wrong direction. When we think of God's kingdom, we could ask, what is a kingdom? The answer is simple, it is the domain over which a king reigns. This in turn leads us to ask, how do kings reign? If a sovereign ruler wants something done in his domain, like repairing the roads or building a palace, does he personally do the manual labor? No, of course he doesn't. So what active role does he play in its accomplishment? The king may be directly involved in the planning and financing, but he achieves the needed labor through his spoken or written commands. He may simply say to one of his trusted aides, fix the roads. The assistant may ask about financing it, but he would not expect the king to come down from his throne to do it himself. His mere words are enough to release all the manpower and resources of his kingdom that are necessary to carry out his edict. When obeying Jesus's vital directive that we seek God's kingdom, rule, as our first and highest priority, we are therefore seeking to discover what he is saying to us. This is about hearing his word, his living word, whether written or spoken to us, with the intention of obeying it. If we believe him and submit to his living word, what he says releases both the power and the provision for its fulfillment. Tomorrow, we will look at seeking his righteousness, but for today, let's freshly commit to hearing from our king. What is he saying to you today? If he is instructing you to undertake something in his kingdom, remember, once spoken by him and believed in your heart, his word will release the corresponding power and provision to achieve his instruction, his vision. Provision means for the vision. Like any good king, God provides what is needed to bring his vision to pass. For us, his children, his supply is superabundant, more than enough. Ephesians 3:20 AMP, Now to him who is able to, carry out his purpose and, do superabundantly more than all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. Our God is a mighty king, a good, loving, and superabundant visionary, provider, and father. He forgives when we confess, don't hide from such love and amazing provision. John 10 10 NKJV, The thief does not come except to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly.